0: Join us for our free online webinar on how to apply this amazing process to your gardens and fruit trees. Visit urbanfarm.org to sign up. That's urbanfarm.org. Boom, urban farmers, gardeners, and healthy food visionaries. Greg Peterson here, and welcome to the 252nd episode of the Urban Farm Podcast, where three days a week we work together, educating and inspiring you to become part of your food revolution. Healthy food is something that everybody wants, delicious and nutritious, and right outside your own door is even better. Just text GARDEN to 44222 or go to iwanttogarden.com and you will receive our free webinar about the seven key factors you need to know to grow your own food. Remember, that's GARDEN to 44222 or iwanttogarden.com. Today on our podcast, we have someone who cares about changing the world for your outdoor pets. Let's get to know Ed Vicaro and talk about hydration for outdoor pets, small animals, and your plants. Ed grew up in Northern California during the 1970s. His parents were in the flower business, and his uncle was in the plant business. His relationship with his family and their businesses influenced his direction in life. A keen animal lover from early childhood, he joined the famed animal husbandry organization 4-H. After working in the solar industry for a while in the the 1980s, he eventually went back to his roots and launched his own plant business. He quickly won accounts with two large grocery store chains and opened a store in the San Francisco flower market. How fun is that? These days, Ed is the proprietor of HydroPet, an automatic outdoor water bowl for pets that periodically automatically refreshes itself while repurposing old water to nearby trees, shrubs, and plants. Welcome to the show today, Ed. Hey, thanks for having me, Greg. Absolutely. I I have to tell you, about uh, three months ago, I saw this product and it was like, wow, I got to talk to this guy. So I'm really excited because we keep chickens here at the Urban Farm. So I'm really excited to hear your story. So I shared a bit about you. Can you fill in the blanks for us and share more about the path you took to get where you're at now?
1: Yeah, sure. Well, you know, I'm a irrigation geek, you know, from, <laughs> from way back. And, uh, you know, I had my plants, my, my garden and, uh, my pets set up on, you know, a, uh, drip system oh. and, and, you know, for me, that was like second nature. And I got news that my neighbor's pug died from dehydration oh. and, yeah. And so I was thinking about finding him something to, uh, that he could plug into his sprinkler system so he could have something set up and really to go back to the pug, they have a male and a female, um, they separated them. They went to work with the female pug was, uh, in heat. Uh huh they came home and what happened is the male pug knocked the water bowl off the top Uh, of the steps and it was a 105 degree day. And, uh, you know, it, the, the pug died from dehydration. So I went online and I was looking for something that really wasn't available. It was something that I had created for myself, for my own purpose, for my animals. Mm -hmm. And, um, I'm looking and looking and I went to all the pet stores. I went to online, I put, put in all the keywords in the Google and there was nothing available. And at that point I realized that, there was a, uh, um, um, a market for uh, a product, and um, that really led me on my search, did a uh, Google patent search, couldn't find anything that was patented, and, uh, and then I went from there, started off with you know, my first patent, went into production, and, and created the Hydropat.
0: Nice. Nice. So, so tell us a little bit about, we're going to get to um, some of the more background story here in a minute, but I want to, I want to hear a little bit about the Hydropat
1: and how it works. Sure. Well, if you have a hose bib on the side of your house, mm-hmm. you have a drip system or a sprinkler system, and your pets spend time in the yard, you have outdoor animals, you're going to love the HydroPet. It's really the, the, a, a great product that you could set it up and forget about it. It will come on when you want it to come on. And for myself, in the summertime, depending on, on how, how hot it's going to be, mm-hmm. I might have it go on three times a day, maybe for about three minutes and circulate the warm water out of the bowl so this way i know that my pet has cool water during the day and pets f- sense fresh water and oh, they'll yeah. drink and they'll drink more when they sense it's fresh because that's that's just natural the other thing about uh, the hydro pet is you know there's lots of different watering systems out there but this is a very natural they it, you know they're the natural uh way a pet drinks is from a stream or a pond
0: fresh ah, water of course and
1: yeah so with the circulation of the water they'll drink more and if they drink more depending on the type of pet that you have if it's a, a chicken obviously you'll have you know healthier chickens with dogs cats you know urinary infections uh, kidney stones things like that so they'll drink more when they have fresh water so yeah. it's really good for them
0: so how'd you come up with this
1: well it was uh you know i had these prototypes on the on the side of my house mm-hmm. and i had set it up with one microjet and i had the microjet going into the bowl and i noticed that where the microjet was shooting into the bowl i didn't have any algae growing where the where uh, where the microjet micro was not hitting i was getting algae growing in the bowl uh-huh. because it was just set up on automatic timer when my 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 garden was being watered, so with my pets, and uh, so then I started playing around with that. Then I added two jets. Then I added three jets, and then I looked at it and went, "Okay, now I'm I'm not getting any algae at all, but I've got to do something with this water that's spilling over." So we created a a little waterfall that's uh, on the side of the bowl, so I could point the bowl wherever I want the excess water to flow. So uh-huh. if Park it next to a plant, tree, or a bush. You can re- repurpose the water. In some areas, you 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 know people don't really care about the little extra, you know you know sixty seconds of water. That once it, it takes about two to three minutes to fill up, and then uh-huh. any, anything after that, you're going to get some runoff. But it but what it's doing is it's you know making sure that nothing sticks to the side of the bowl. It's take it's repurposing the water to take any leftovers that your pet has left in there from, you know the 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 day before or whenever they uh, last drank out of. So right. it's, uh, it cleans the bowl um, and uh, refreshes it and you'll always have fresh water.
0: Yeah. Nice. So the Hydra Pet is a really cool product and I have a sense that in the past you've, you, you know, you've got other things, other ideas that you've had that you've implemented. So can you tell us about some of that?
1: Sure. So I if you go back to my roots, you know, I was in the flower and plant business, um, greenhouse business. We used the lots of drip line and, and you know, irrigation. Mm-hmm. Um, and then in the 80s, I decided to go to Maricopa Tech, um, mm. which is in Phoenix, Arizona. Yeah, in my backyard. And I studied Yeah, in your backyard. I studied solar and hydronics, when, and, you know, that's the study of water flow. And, Ooh. you know, you, you start putting everything together um, and then, you know, just being around a lot of pets and Next thing you know, it, you know, after years, I probably had my hydro pet in my backyard for ten years before um, I even brought it to market didn't realize there was a this huge market for it, but yeah, it really comes from my roots, yeah, cool,
0: so I really want to dig into the business process that you've, you know, that you've gone through over the past few years to get this thing done. I know that you like the book, Blue Ocean Strategy, and you've modeled your business around that. So let's talk about that.
1: Sure. Well, it was a a book a friend of mine turned me on to, and I had showed him my prototype. Mm-hmm. And we were kind of talking about you know, there is, there was no competition for, you know, my product. And he goes, you need to read this book. And (laughs) so what the, what the blue ocean strategy is about is the systematic approach to creating uncontested market share or space in a market. And it's really to, to, to coach you on making your competition irrelevant, Mm -hmm. opening, opening up new market space and creating new demand. And so, you know, for me, my product sits on a shelf in the irrigation department at Home Depot now, oh, and nice. it's the only pet product that they have in the store. as a matter of fact, it's the only pet product they have in the irrigation aisle. So I've created I mean literally a new space and um, wow. I when I first developed the product, I didn't really think about you know the irrigation part of it. I was thinking pet stores and so I was going from one pet buyer to the next pet buyer mm. and they weren't and they weren't getting it. And we could talk a little bit about that along the way with my success and failures, but, you know, the blue ocean strategy is, uh, is about, you know, space and uh, that is ripe for growth. And I think the pet industry oh my gosh. and, and the irrigation industry are, are exploding. Um, yeah. Right. And you know that. Oh, so yeah.
0: when, um, and, and, and the food you know, the grow your own food movement is, uh, you know, I've seen it literally explode over the past five or six years. People are so interested in where their food comes from and, you know, growing their own.
1: Absolutely. And, you know, myself, you know, I have, you know, the, always have my vegetable garden going and doing whatever I can. Uh-huh. So also, uh, you know, for, for my pet's, Also, But getting back to the business part of it, you Uh know, the blue ocean strategy is also about not swimming with the sharks, not swimming in the red ocean, Mm. right? That's like selling the same set of tires your competitor is selling. And it's like making something that's different and creating a new tread or, you know, what makes your, your product stand out? What, 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 what makes you different than your competition? Um, what could you do to um, put a product out on the market that nobody else can compete with? right? And so it's, it's, it's really that's the, the blue ocean strategy. So if you're stuck you know in a red ocean, you need to really read the book a Blue ocean Strategy. If you're one of the entrepreneurs that are listening to us today today uh-huh. and remember that this also that every market, every market space uh, at once was new and someone had to create it. So there's so many right. new thoughts out there that people haven't brought to market. There's so many new products that mm-hmm. are out there. Um, if you watch Shark Tank or, you, you know, uh, or one of my favorites is The Prophet. I love Marcos Lemonis because he is really all about the blue ocean strategy. If you see when he goes into somebody's business, right. you know, he's looking for ways to create a new process. Mm-hmm. You know, and he uses the three Ps. And so – You know, it's, it's profit process and product and people, I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. And so that's really what it's all about. You have to have those things to be able to, uh, to, uh, outperform or to create that blue ocean.
0: Interesting. So the blue ocean is the place where you basically you don't have any competition.
1: Yeah. You're swimming out there by yourselves. Wow. And, uh, you know, so there's ways to look at your product and there might be people listening to us today that you know, have a product Uh and they're constantly worrying about their profit or the ability to compete. So yeah, if you, if you really think, and you look at this blue ocean strategy, it might take your, your mind somewhere to where you haven't gone before.
0: Right. Right. Cool. And you've done, how, how is this reflected in your business?
1: Well, it's, yeah, that's a really great question. So going back to, you know, trying to sell this to the pet stores, mm-hmm. you know, I, I had a really hard time. And then I just, I was thinking and looking at the product and going, well, you know, this is a irrigation product. And when I start speaking to the irrigation buyers, they were just loving it. Absolutely loving it. Um
0: oh, that's the blue ocean piece. It's the blue. When you went from the pet stores to the irrigation stores.
1: Exactly. And all of a sudden, uh. you know, it, but it goes back to, you know, knowing your product and it, it's funny, you could be the creator of it, but understanding your market, understanding your customer, understanding mm-hmm. your product, it comes with time. For me, it was all about, you know, convenience for me and watering my dogs. I have uh, Australian Shepherds I've had uh-huh. some I've had a few litters and all I was thinking about, hey, this is great for dogs, but really all of a sudden, you know, the chickens, potbelly pigs, there's more there were more more animals that could benefit from this product. Right. And, Any of them. Yeah, and it, it really opened that up. It's the irrigation buyers that were my customers and the people that yeah. are in the that that get it that have outdoor animals and go, Oh my God, this is about convenience for me. This is about my pet's health. This is about, you know, you know, them drinking fresh water and drinking enough water because you know, the different systems they have out there for chickens, like the nipple drippers, you have to train, you have to train your chickens to drink, you know, tilt their head up natural and, and they're not drinking enough because it's not a natural act for them. Mm -hmm. But drinking out of a, you know, a bowl, or a stream is taking them back to their the roots.
0: Yeah, with a waterfall on it.
1: With a waterfall on it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: cool. So this this is a patented product, yes. Correct. So yeah, the, tell us. I, I know because I've worked on patents before. I know what they're. You know what they can take. Tell us about that process for you.
1: Yeah. So there was. I had that aha moment, and I remember when I had. The first microjet was cleaning the bowl, and I added the the second and the third one. And I was looking mm-hmm. at it, and I brought my cousin over, and and we were looking at it together, and, and we're looking at each other, and and I remember his wife saying, "I think you've got something here." And I go, "I'm thinking <laughs> the I'm thinking the same thing." So I did my patent search. I've got a pe- mm-hmm. uh, and, and then I did my went to my patent attorney, and we submitted the patent, and it was eleven months later we were rejected, and the thing is, is again the patent, the person at the patent office is looking at it and trying to look at other products that could yeah. could be similar or maybe they do the same thing. And so then they'll reply back to you. Then you got to reply back and saying, well, you know, this is, this is actually why it's different. Yeah, this is why it's different. This is the functionality, blah, blah, blah. This is the flow of the water. Cause one of yeah. the things that I did was I patented the water flow and that was one of the 17 claims that are on the bowl. And Ah. then as we submitted it again, it was almost a year, probably maybe another 11 months later, it was rejected again. So, you know, it's really about the person at the patent office understanding what you're doing or or what the concept is. Then we replied back and did some clarity clarifications. Boom. Mm -hmm. It was probably another eight months later. (laughs) Boom. We got it approved. So it was about two and a half years uh, to get the patent. And I did not want to go to market until i had the patent but i had everything ready to go i had my plastic manufacturer everything lined up so the minute that i was ready to to you know kick you know give the green light to the uh, plastic manufacturer i did Mm -hmm. a a non-disclosure agreement with him so he was ready to go and he was all set ahead of time before this was patented and boom we were we were off and running
0: yeah excellent Excellent. You know, this is always fun for me. I've been an entrepreneur since I was 14. That was uh, 42 years ago. And so I I don't often get to talk to other entrepreneurs on the show. So I love doing it when, when, when they show up. So thank you for, you know, sharing that stuff with us.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. The the one thing though, I have to say to all the entrepreneurs out there that, you know, there's sacrifice. Um, I sold my home to come up with the money so I could self fund the company. Oh, my God! so uh, I did that um and I moved into a rental, and I used the the proceeds from the from my house and so I mean that's that's commitment that's like you, that's
0: you, a commitment <laughs> that is
1: putting the boat on shore and burning the boat, okay <laughs> and uh you know yeah, you're and, and just totally went for it and one hundred percent commitment you have to be all in, and yeah. that's really the advice that I have to give to uh, all the listeners, yeah, yeah, great. So, how's it going? Well, you know, it's going really well. So, we launched the product last year, Mm -hmm. um, and a lot of work went into launching the product. We did all the trade shows. We did SuperZoo. We did the hardware show. uh, We did the landscaping show. uh, We've been uh, working, uh, you know, our Facebook and internet, and I've been visiting with a lot of different buyers. And so, Mm -hmm. uh, Home Depot, last summer, we started engaging and talking, and it was... Late summer, they gave me one store, one Home Depot store to go into and they said, okay, we're going to let you, you know, and it took a while to get set up with Home Depot too, because you have to go through all this compliance and testing and all this stuff to become a vendor. They may have to, they really do a lot of background check on their, on their, on their vendors. And so. I got one store to work into. I went to the store for a weekend. We brought 24 hydro pets with us for the weekend. And I worked the store. I had a little setup where uh had a pump in a uh, wash tub I put a little mm-hmm. skirt around it and a little um astroturf with uh, on top of a it was actually, you know, the dog screen that goes on that protects your screen. So I oh, had yeah. I had a little grate on top of it and then I put astroturf on it and they stood Right there in the irrigation aisle when people would walk walk by the aisle, just like you see when you go into Home Depot, you see all the different – the solar yeah. people and the rug people and all the, the, the different vendors that sit out there. And I shared my product with everyone. And people will come by and they want to stick their hand in the bowl and feel the water flow and they're, they're just amazed. We sold every one of them.
0: I was going to say, dude, you didn't take enough.
1: We didn't take enough. We sold every <laughs> one of them. So then the irrigation buyer talked to the store manager. Next thing you know, they say, okay, now we're going to give you four stores. I'm like, wow. And this was uh, a Black Friday. Uh, this was uh, right after Thanksgiving. So boom, now I'm in four stores. And they wanted me to go into the four stores and do the same thing in four different stores. Oh my and gosh. we kind of did the same thing. And we had a, like a repeat ref- performance. Right. So uh, boom, January, we've got an order for 34 stores. And I was like, oh, my God, this is great. And then boom, we got another order. It just kept growing and growing. And so we continue to ship. We're in over 200 stores now. So nice. and and the nice thing about it is we're getting reorders from these stores that we're that we're shipping into. So right now, right. 200 stores, they have 3,800 stores. So I'm just hoping that you know <laughs> this continues to grow. Now, one thing I did learn, Greg, is uh-huh. that Please. that when you received the HydroPet, you received it with a timer. And, I did. Thank and you. So one of the things I learned while I was uh, in the store, and and it's the th- same thing with my website, my on my website people are bouncing back and forth from looking at the timer and the, uh, you know, the additional products we have and then the bowl. And when I married them together on the mm. website, we're selling the, the, the combo kit, the bowl yeah. and the, and the um, timer together. Now at home yeah. Depot, I had the same conversation and this is going to talk to you about my next product. I was talking to the irrigation buyer and I go, you know, where you have me in the store, I'm like 20 feet, 30 feet away from the timers. And Married to, married up together, it's it's a high performance product. It's a, it's
0: yeah, a great no product kidding. when
1: married. When you marry the timer, and but you know people weren't realizing. So now I have a new combo product. It's it's our deluxe kit that I'm introducing to uh, Home Depot. They put me together with Rainbird, and I'm sure. Oh, nice Rainbird. Yeah, so I'm doing a co-branded product uh, that will be launching in the next month or so with Rainbird and with a Brainbird timer. Um, and so that right. news release will go out probably sometime the end Perfect. of uh, June or, or July, yeah. something like that.
0: Cool. So this has all happened in the past year. Yeah, this talking. has all happened Timeline. in the last year. Um,
1: yeah. Um, you Congratulations. Know, I, yeah, it, it was great. I went to Tucson, Arizona, and I yep. actually met with the Rainbird people. You know, here I am, this, you know, you know, entrepreneur small company and Uh this is probably one of the largest irrigation companies in the world and i got to sit at the table with them for hours and when we walked away it was we want to we want to do business with you we want to uh we want to support you and and help you uh you know grow your business and and partner with you Mm -hmm. see how it goes over the next year and maybe we could take this thing to the next step it was very exciting
0: nice well congratulations on that yeah thank you Absolutely. So Ed, tell us why we need the timer with the pet.
1: Well, it's really important because as the weather gets warmer, you're mm-hmm. going to want to have your water circulating a little more often. Um, mm. You know, I always I always say, you know, you can set the pet up and almost forget about it. And it's really it's a, the performance of the timer that makes the difference. And so if you want the your water circulated three times a day, it'll do it. Four times a day, it'll do it once a day. Uh, you know, the winter time, I I do it once a day. When right. I hit the summertime, it's three three times a day easily. Mm-hmm. And depending on how many animals you do have and that you're right. watering. Because you you know, because of the timer, you can have that, you can actually have less bowls in your yard because you can circulate more water into your right. hydro yeah. And uh, what really, really separates the hydropet from all the other watering systems you have, too, is you have the float bowls. The float stick, they just – when they refill the bowl, they're refilling oh, yes. it up with all the leftovers yep. in it. And they create right. algae and get stuck. And so yeah, you don't get exactly. really fresh water.
0: Yeah. Well, and I know with chickens, if they don't have fresh, cool water, they won't drink it. You know, every, every summer – You know, when June and July rolls around, I get people, you know, calling me or emailing me and say, oh, my gosh, I lost some chickens because they didn't have cool, fresh water. And so we really need to make sure that your pets have fresh water and it has to be cool. So my Hydra pet is in the shade here at the Urban Farm. That's another thing.
1: Yeah, that's good. Well, and, you know, my thought process too behind that is sometimes people don't really have a choice where they could put it in the yard, but the sun will move. And so, yeah, you might need to, to you know, have your timer go off a couple of times a day, especially yeah. if, it, uh, if there's a period of time when the sun's hitting the bowl.
0: Yeah, perfect. All right, good. So Hydropet, 100% made in the U.S.?
1: Yes, uh, made in the USA. Uh, it's BPA free. Uh, we assemble it here in California. Uh huh. And you know, made in America. Cool,
0: fantastic. Well, thanks so much for sharing your story on that. That's that's uh, um, awesome. And congratulations. Thank I you. always love hearing from entrepreneurs. Thank you. So I'm going to shift on you, and I'd like for you to talk about a time you failed, how you overcame that failure, and what you might have learned from it.
1: Well, um, I think one of the one of the things that I learned, and it's going back to the the pet stores. I didn't really know my product. And it was really a bummer when you go into PetSmart and you get yeah. rejected and yeah. you literally have the head buyer on the phone and he goes, you know, I just don't have shelf space for this and you get these rejections. And yeah. then it was another company called PetSense and I went to them and I'm talking to the head, the buyer on the phone and, and you get that rejection, you know, that failure. But, you know, I consider failure practice, you know. Right. So yeah. I was like, okay, he just doesn't get it and I'm going to move on. And so after I got rejected by all the pet stores, you know, that was, you know, I went to, again, like we've talked about, I went to the, to the uh, irrigation buyers at the home improvement stores. So the, mm-hmm. the rejection, you know, that's, that, that is, you know, that hurts. And sometimes people will stop and think, oh, I could have stopped at that point and go, oh my God, I can't get into any of the pet stores, but that wasn't my customer. And so I really... It, it, you know, had to think about, okay, wait a minute. What am I not getting here? I love yeah. this product. This product works great. And, but I, but I am going to go back to the pet stores with the combo box, with the timer. It, it's a really great looking oh, uh, setup. Yes. And now with the timer, cause I've, you know, I've studied their shelves and I look at it and everything's got a plug and everything's yep. got a fountain and, and a reserve or whatever they have the product. And, and so I think they were looking at it like, okay, well, how does this thing work? And I think presenting it with the time right so i might you know you might see us in in the pet store soon too but it's just it's all a learning process you you know yeah you you have to just keep moving forward right
0: well i love what you said you said failure is the practice and quite honestly that is exactly and you know we've done 240 episodes so far that is the exact point that i want to get out to people in why i asked this question
1: yeah if you're not failing you're not growing yeah. And that's really, you know, how I've lived this because, you know, I, i I even, uh, you know, I've had some family members say to me, you know, last year while I was doing this, like, you know, why don't you just give up? It's okay. And <laughs> I was like, no, I believe, I believe in this. You know, I was yeah. feeling a little bit down about the rejection yeah. and I, I had some other people that were, you know, coaching me. Um, mm-hmm. it's really funny. Um, I uh, uh, Jim Doherty, who was the founder of PetSmart, he sold the company. He's no longer the founder, but he was my mentor. And wow. he would call me up probably, if it wasn't every month, it was every 45 days, and give me a little pump up. And he said, you know, Ed, here's the problem. The problem is, is that the uh, the pet industry is, is moving at about... Um, 45 miles an hour when the demand for new products is running at 100 miles an hour he goes your product is an industry disruptor and the pet industry doesn't get it yet and he goes you need to keep going and he goes this is the best advice i could give you and this is the guy who he built pets pet smart he also he also uh, built pet sense and sold it to tractor supply but, you know, Jim's retired. Um, I probably haven't talked to him. Uh, I think the last time I talked to him was uh, right after Christmas. Uh, so he's retired, but he was my mentor. Um, he gave me some really great, uh, you know, thoughts and motivation. And um, I want to thank him if he's listening.
0: Yeah, perfect. And you so you started saying the best
1: piece of advice he gave you? It was, yeah, his best, his best advice was that it, that the product is an industry disruptor and not to give up. He goes, he goes, the pet buyers don't get it because, you know, the industry is there. You know, it's a, your product is a disruptor. They're not getting it yet. And that's really when I moved over to the hardware part of it. And I started to, to pitch the, uh, you know, the Home Depot's and the Lowe's and the Ace Mm -hmm. Hardwares and started going in that direction. I, I used to sell at the farmer's market. Also, my buddy had Asian pears. And if, and this is going back into the mid eighties, right? Uh And so they were really becoming a, a big thing. And he had in Chico, California, he had like 50 acres. And so he was bringing them down to where I lived in Northern California. And I was taking them in just to make some extra money like you. And I would go to the, you know, to the farmer's market in, in Walnut Creek, California, and I would sell them. And it was something, I was the only one there with them. Oh my gosh. Great way to make gas money and date money and all that stuff I needed at that time. (laughs) Yeah, exactly.
0: Exactly. Good for you. So what do you consider your biggest success?
1: Well, uh, right now, my biggest success is the getting the Home Depot account and and that new relationship I have with Rain Bird. Um, That was huge for me because I literally um, I and, and this is a great story. I was on the phone with the irrigation buyer at Home Depot and I sent her a, a photo, an email with some photos of uh, some artwork of the new combo box. And uh-huh. it had a picture of a generic timer in there. And, a, and I said to her, I go, um, Lindsay, you know, I would prefer, instead of introducing a third timer into your irrigation aisle, I would prefer to work with one of your current vendors. So while I was emailing, while I was on the phone with her, uh, I saw my email flash and she was emailed the person over at Raindrip. I would like you to have a phone discussion with Ed Vicero to discuss nice. this product. Yeah. And so, yeah. boom, I saw him e- email back and boom, said, that's great. We'll have somebody contact him. That was on a Friday. It was Martin Luther King Day on the following Monday. Tuesday, my phone rang and it was a phone call. Hi, this is Kim from (laughs) Rainbird. We would like you to come to Tucson um, on the, and it was like two weeks later. I was like, boom. Oh my God. You know, that was so, that was a, uh, I think that that was a big success for me too. So the combination of, you know, the Home Depot led into the Rainbird, and these are people that get it. Right, right. Oh, congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. So, so what drives you? Well, here's my thing. You know, I went through a period in my life where I had a plant business and, uh, I was very young. I was, uh, in my early twenties and this was an event that happened in my life. Uh, I had my greenhouse full of all my poinsettias and, um, all, all my product for Christmas. This was in a December And, Uh um, in the area, Northern California that I'm in, um, we don't generally don't get snow or we don't really get, uh, it it gets cold. We'll get to, you know, down into the thirties. We had a cold snap. There is a, there was a, uh, where I was located. My neighbor uses, used a lot of, uh, propane and the guy was supposed to fill up my tank and, decided he was going to come back the next day. My heater clicked off in the evening and I lost oh. my entire greenhouse because it, when, a, when, you know, it went under 32 degrees and when, when a plant, any kind of, you know, tropical plant, um, poinsettia, anything like that, um, they, they freeze. It's like lettuce You're It's done. Right. It's just, yeah. it's done. And so I lost my entire crop. I went, uh, I went broke. I lost everything. I mm. wound up losing You know, uh, I went, wound up uh, losing everything. And so when you lose everything in life, and and I'm I'm talking, you have nothing, (laughs) you never want to go back there. Matter of fact, I think I had less than nothing. And so I had a new baby on the way, the whole thing. And so, you know, it was my motive. My motivation in life is not to be broke again. How's that? And so never to be back there. And so when I wake up in the morning, you know, I've been blessed, but it's like, you know, I think I always think I don't, I'm never in my comfort zone. I am out of my comfort zone every single day. If you're not out of your comfort zone, you're not growing. You're not doing the yeah. things that you need to be doing. Yeah.
0: Cool. Then that sounds like it might be a final piece of advice that you have for our listeners.
1: Well, you know, this is the the best advice I can give you if you're an entrepreneur. And this is something mm-hmm. that I live by that successful people do the things that other people don't like to do. Yep.
0: Amen to that. Well, thank you so much for joining us on the show today, Ed. It's
1: been a treat getting to chat with you. Thank you. Yes, it was my pleasure. I'd love to anytime okay. chat with you.
0: Thank you. So how can our listeners get a hold of you and find a Hydro Pet?
1: Well, if you go to my website, you have to put in the word the. So it's thehydropet.com. Mm-hmm. And we will we will pop right up and it'll say best watering device or best watering bowl and click on that and mm-hmm. take a tour. We have tons of videos, how to's, nice. how to connect and um, the best use for the HydroPet.
0: Nice, 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 nice. You can find show notes from today's podcast at urbanfarm.org forward slash Hydro Pet. Well, that's it for today. Thanks for joining us on the Urban Farm Podcast. And start growing delicious, nutritious food for your family. Just text GARDEN to 44222 or go to Iwanttogarden.com and you will receive our free webinar about the seven key factors you need to know to grow your own food. Remember, that's GARDEN to 44222 or Iwanttogarden.com.